When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on. Are you ready? Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. I don't know if you guys watch Naked and Afraid. One of the contestants got a tick. No! On something that rhymes with tick. According to this article, ticks absolutely love genitals. Uh, you and me both ticks. <laughs> well, Dave and Mahoney. I get in the hospital. She's like, the left side of your face isn't working, so it's most likely Bell's palsy. I'm only talking out of one side of my mouth right now. And you're wearing your eye patch. I signed up for, like, really good long-term disability. Yeah. And now I got to come into work still because I still could talk. If I, <laughs> like, if I couldn't talk, I'd be cashing these checks and not having to work. It'd be great. I mean, he still has the eye patch on. eye patch Dave and Mahoney. What is blue? That's the bootleg Viagra. How oh, is it? Why, why are you getting targeted for blue chew? Note that Dave and I are not getting targeted for those. Because uh, mm-hmm. no. you guys aren't having sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course we're not. I'm married. <laughs> no. This is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, some bad news. What in the hell is wrong with people, man? Like, I just cannot understand why anyone would do this. But here we go again. It was one of these massive smashing grabs that went down in San Fernando Valley. About 50 people stormed into a Nordstrom and just started stealing everything in sight. I mean, did you see the footage of this? Yes, it's really horrific. scary. Yeah, like, what do you do? They just stole, like, a ton of YSL bags. And, I mean, I am very upset at you, but if you would like to post the link oh, as stop. to where we can find <laughs> these boot Not bootleg, they're real. I mean, jokes aside, it really is scary, but... I was thinking the other day, where are they going to take these and sell them? I know people are falling on hard times and it's really, really hard in that area. Just if you're already poor and then watching everything inflate around you. But where are you going to sell these bags are going to look for you? Yeah, they're I mean, why, they're, you sold $100,000 worth of goods. There was more than that, actually. It was about $300,000 in total that was stolen. So there's, they were just stealing everything that wasn't nailed down. There was, you know, clothes, purses, anything that they could carry. And it was chaos. I mean, when you see this video, it is just wild to see all these people doing all of this because it was obviously well-planned. That's the other thing. is like, you know they're going to be looking for you, and you know that there's going to be somebody who's going to get rolled over because you can't have that many people keep a secret like that Yep. because everyone shows up coordinated. They're all wearing masks and hoodies and stuff, All most of them dressed in all black. So, again, these these just absolute morons. You, you know where this doesn't happen? Hmm. Texas. <laughs> Any place where, you. your, where your property is getting stolen, you have the right to defend it. Yeah. Like, dude, like, I think there's a lot of people out here who see this kind of crime that's happening, and you're just fed up with it because yeah. we... Normal people have agreed to a societal contract, and you see crap like this, and you're like, nah, man, screw you. I hope bad things happen to everybody involved. Well, you're you seeing, bet. I mean, other places in California. I mean, my my aunt and uncle live in San Francisco right now, and they're saying that there are places that are enacting work from home um, because there's just so much crime happening yep. in yeah. certain areas. So, I mean, like you said, Mahoney, I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying stand your ground laws, but I mean... At some point, when the world is stuff going to, like, change? That's scary. Yeah, the fact that you would get, like, 50 people together and you're brazen enough to think that you're going to pull this off is just so unacceptable. They did pull it off, though. Well, which for is now. W- for yeah, now. True. Yeah, true. 
Um, so this is um, wild, but it's good news today uh, because of a fast-sinking border agent. So the, the suspect is now in custody for allegedly trying to smuggle fentanyl pills and meth into the U.S., and that's not really that uncommon. That's every day like USA, this yeah. all the time, right? Uh, but the reason why it's good news is because a U.S. Customs and Border Protection agent was paying very close attention and decided to check a train engine's compartment where he found a stowaway with a duffel bag that had 10.6 pounds of meth and 109,000 fentanyl Holy pills. Holy cow. Yeah. And so, also a train engine compartment. Yeah, I'm going to pass. Like, I yep. don't care what I'm smuggling nope. or how much money I could possibly get for it. I'm not stowing away in a train engine compartment. Hard pass. That is wild. Let's get things going. Thanks for joining us today. Dave Mahoney. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. So there is very few things in this world, Mahoney, that I love more than just how absolutely weird, un- unapologetically weird, state fairs are. Dave, they are, I mean, you take a carnival, a traveling carnival, and you put it on steroids, and that's a state fair. Yeah. And, I mean, do you, did you guys have any weird experiences at the state fair growing up? Because I had a real memorable one where I won $500, and when you're a kid... Five hundred dollars is a lot. That of money. started your gambling addiction. Like Five hundred dollars huh? back in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, nineties probably. Okay. But, you um, count the, them jelly beans. I found the medallion. So it, what is that? It, so the, they would every year at the state fair. I guess this was probably the county fair. <laughs> well, this was same same. Every every day they would take this giant like piece of like poster board and they would have a clue that they would hang on the outside of the barn that would give you a little bit of a sniff of where this medallion could be. Your riddle solver. And it was it was a scavenger hunt and I figured it out because um you know after a number of clues you could sort of piece it together. It was in the bottom of a jar of honey in one of like the barns that you would walk into that have like the glass case displays of all the different honey that people had produced from around the area. It was in the bottom of the jar of honey, so if you looked real closely, you could see it, but you had to know exactly what you were looking for. Did your parents let you keep all that 500? Uh, Yeah, I mean, like we had to give some of the money to charity, which I thought was probably a smart move by my parents, but then, yeah, I think that we got to, to keep the rest and uh, oh, but like I am the charity. I am ten. They, they made, I am poor. They made me split it with my brother though because he was with me when, when I found it, and I was like, he didn't find it, man. It was me. It what was, in the dude, the liberal parents do you got? What kind of nonsense is that, man? <laughs> Bunch of socialists. Uh-huh. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> split you it with work your for it, and then you got to give some away. <laughs> What's funny is that it was we actually got uh, accused of collusion uh, <laughs> because the the guy that was hanging up the clues every day was the dude that I used to mow his lawn, and so everyone's like, "You told him where it was." I'm like, "Yeah, he did not help me cheat. I would have loved if he did." Yeah, but Mr. Fox got accused of cheating. <gasps> you you should defend Mr. Fox's yeah. honor. All right, that's what I'm doing right now. But the reason why I bring up the uh, the state fair thing is because, again, unapologetically weird. Uh, the Illinois State Fair, I guess, has a thing where they have an 800-pound pound cow. Okay. 800-pound cow. I mean, that doesn't it, seem like that big of a cow. That's like a normal cow. Yeah, it's a cow. Made out of butter. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was okay. like, so it's a cow? Yeah, no, they, so they don't just have, like, one cow. That's... No, it's a butter cow, man. Dang, how do they keep it not melty? Can you imagine if you're the guy who, like, just didn't turn on the fridge? Dude, if you know that, you, you're coming, you're like, no, like, no. Or that butter's too cold. I'm yeah. trying to but, like trying to spread some cold-ass mm. butter on some warm-ass rolls. And it better be salted. Dude. Keep your unsalted-ass butter back <laughs> home. You get three, if you, you get a instant star deduction from your restaurant if you send out cold butter that can't be spread. Nope, I feel like spreadable butter is a must, and I don't know if I would be able to... Contain myself 
uh, after like not licking this 800 pound butter cow. Well, if they, if it was being licked by a pervert like you, Audrey, um, people would know because they actually have the butter cow webcam that is up oh. available, so you can, you can keep an eye on it. Oh, butter cam! Is it That's making right. money? <laughs> oh, cow cam! So does it have udders? Only udders. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, what do you mean? You don't look at a black and white picture of it over there? I sure do, oh, okay. but it's kind of foggy can as you, well. You, <laughs> can you shred that cow on some, on some, uh, on, on, on some honey buns? It mm. looks like that photo looks like some paranormal photo of a ghost this butter like a, cow. This looks like a ghost of a cow. Like <laughs> an orb. What yeah. kind of photo know. is that? I don't know. They didn't give us a good photo. <laughs> Dave. Dave at Ed Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Who has the best gas station pizza? I'm having a hard time finding a good slice. Thoughts? Message deleted. I like that we have gotten to the point where people know if you need a recommendation on gas station pizza, we are the official morning show of gas station pizza. We were talking about gas station fried chicken uh-huh. last week. Yeah. Ah. Uh, I don't clamor for a gas station pizza. Same. I'll I, clamor for a gas station hot dog. Hot though. dog all day. I feel like gas station pizza is risky, and that's why same don't really clamor for it because. I feel like it's kind of a gut bomb, and if you do that while you're out driving around... Because it's the cheese, It's dangerous, man. It's yeah. the cheese. It's How long, long has been yeah. sitting there? Hot dog I mean, can sit there for days. Because it's be already fun. questionable meat. Yeah, yep. In fact, I think almost all of them have been sitting there for days. I don't know the last time I was like, boy, that hot dog looks real fresh. <laughs> but they just put that on the old grill. Some of the places, the, uh, man, there's there's some good gas stations out there. Remember that gourmet hot dog Mahoney ordered over the weekend at the steakhouse? Uh-huh. Yeah. How that compared to the gas station one sitting out for four days? Not as good, I'll tell you. We ordered, it, we were at a you know steakhouse in Texas. Nice steakhouse, yeah. And, you know, they had a gourmet hot dog. And, of course, Mahoney could not resist. And it was just okay. It's fine. It, I'll take. I would take a gas station hot dog, or a ballpark hot dog over that any day. Please leave a message after the tone. Question: My husband takes a thermos to work. He puts his hot in it. It stays hot. Yep. Puts his cold in it. It stays cold. My question is: How do it know? Have a great day, guys. Message Wait, deleted. How does it, what? How does it know? It's insulated. It's just whatever temperatures on the inside of it's going to stay that. Yeah, it's keeping whatever is inside the same because yeah. it's preventing the outside from getting in. No, it's AI. It, is, it, is that what it is? Yeah. I have AI. an old school like Stanley thermos that I've had for 30 years or something like that. Yeah. Like, and it's just funny to me that Stanley Cups have made a comeback in the way that they have. And it's like, we've known about insulation technology forever. Like my grandfather, like I was cleaning out his house. He had a, like a, like a 1.75 liter Stanley. I don't know who the marketing person is for Stanley, but influencer the fact girls. that they figured out how to target the influencer chicks so that it became a status symbol for every suburban mom to have a Stanley cup. Like that is a good move because everywhere I go, I see somebody holding the Stanley now. I kind of wish my brain was made a Stanley cup. It's, like keeping it, all the good in and all the bad out. It feels like it should be illegal how effective those things are. Like I took a sip from my, from my wife's Stanley cup and I mean, it was real hot it's outside. It's just any cup. I know, but it, this was like eight hours later and there's just something about the, the Stanley. You like, 
a little you taste of that tin. You are influenced by all of the, What do you mean, suburban moms? You are. It like, worked on me. I was like, I need to get one of these things. Well, the ice awesome. Did, like, my, my, my wife, she's taken it to a whole other level. Like, she has bought a separate ice maker. I is did the see pebble? that on her social is it media. Ice? It is. Oh, the pebble ice, that sonic ice. It's like, <laughs> I don't know what she spent on this ice maker. They're like $1,000. But she deserves it. Like, she, is, she has taken hydration to a new level. It Next really, level hydration. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Good for her, man. Tell her to bring some of that over. I like that. I don't really like ice. Being honest, what? not even the pebble ice. It's okay, you know. I, I, you don't like to get your crunchy on from time to time. She makes it with. So I mean, the way the way the reason she's doing this is because like she's very healthy, and so has moved away from like the refrigerator ice, and so she only uses okay. like filtered, like distilled, you know, water and whatever. So sure. she pays attention to what she puts in her body. Yeah, where whatever I go, that my dumb just, hippie nonsense is. It's yeah. not hippie. It's smart. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Is refrigerator she pays ice unhealthy? To labels, <laughs> it's the lines. <laughs> yeah, it's in refrigerators a, that get dirty, chemicals yeah. and things like that that are going through yeah. your fridge and filtering the freon. Whatever we know, I'll working in it, I'll drink that stuff straight. We've already got plastics in uh, our body; it's fine. I uh, unless it's a really nice, like fast food place. You know, like kind of the upper, you know, the You'll go higher no, scale You're not going to say you go no ice. I go no ice. Oh. Ew, because, what are you, no, European? No, it's like a warm it's cold beer. Enough, <laughs> it's cold enough coming out of the fountain. And, <laughs> and we all worked in restaurants, and we know the last thing that ever gets cleaned it is, the, is ice. the ice machine. You no, know what? I the most mold actually body? gets cleaned is the, the soda machine. <laughs> that rotten uh, ass. Whatever. Thing, I'm man. built yeah. on mold. <laughs> you moldy bitch. Mold built me. <laughs> Be on the Dave and Mahoney Show by leaving a voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. Leave a message. Audrey, who are you? Like, what you go from doing absolutely nothing to this past weekend, you went to not one, not two, not three, but four concerts? No, man. Reel it back. I went to three. Oh, you only went to three? Yeah, I went to three concerts. Well, still, man, you're wild. Like, you go from being I like got the, the, energy. the sleepiest little baby that's ever been that does not want to get up and do anything, and now you're going to go to three different concerts? I'm okay. So, I am very tired. Mm. I'm really tired. Like, my social battery is on E, but I'm trying to practice... I'm such a planner that, like, if I don't have something planned or if it's not on my calendar, I, like, don't want to do it. So I'm trying to practice, like, impulsivity or spontaneity a little bit. Oh, interesting. Things need to be on the calendar in order to get done, huh? Well, yeah. Huh. I mean, not yeah. day of. That's huh. that's a little too spontaneous. Like, that's spontaneous. I don't like but that. So like, don't give me day of you, you got this horrible problem right now. And that is that your boyfriend likes to be super spontaneous. He does. He hates planning. I literally asked him because he needs to buy a flight on Thursday. I asked him on Saturday if he had bought the flight. And he was like, no, like, there you go, being a planner. And I'm like, because it's five days away. That's not that far out. Buy yeah. the flight, man. Like, he is such a just, like, go, like, what is the, what's the the, the phrase? Like, by the seat, like, the Flying Fly by the seat, by the seat of your pants, pants yeah, or go, whatever. Going yeah. with the flow, whatever it may that be. is him to a T. And I am just, I need to know a little bit of information about what we're doing, where we're going. But yeah, no, so we went to a very spontaneous concert. Two of those were planned. One was not planned. And uh, we had a great time. So I'm glad that I decided to do that. So you're in hindsight, you're happy that you decided to do that. Because I, I normally kind of go the other way where... If I do, like, some spontaneous thing where I go to a show that I'm not really looking forward to, the artist, I don't really care about that much, even if it ends up being a pretty good show, I'm kind of like, why did I do that? 
I have I I buyer's regret. I'll tell you this. The spontan like the the impulsive concert that I went to was better than the planned ones. The, the planned ones. Really? Really? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Like I mean, I was so taken aback by this performance and actually went to go see Carol G and I thought she was so fantastic. She was great and the tequila was free because we weren't a suite. So maybe, maybe so, I mean, that's like, why it was if, awesome. If you have a friend that has a suite, that's yeah. cool. But man, like we we have reached a certain age, Mahoney, where Audrey, I saw in your stories that you were at Carol G and I'm like, who is Carol I've G? I've never heard of them. Never heard of Carol G. And then I find out that she's playing at a stadium. Filled every sold- seat. A sold-out stadium. I'm like, man, like there's artists out there that can sell out whole football stadiums, and we've never heard. And of I've them. never even heard of them. We yeah. old. And then I, I clicked on the profile because I'm like, what kind of show? How on earth is this yeah. a thing? She's got like 56 million, million followers on Instagram alone, and I'm just like, what is going on here? I man? know. I mean, it is crazy how successful she is, and it's worth. I mean, it was. An amazing show. So, is again, the, I was glad I went. Is this the first time in history where there can be an artist that is that big and it's so segmented that yep. so much of the... Like, she could walk into this Speaks room no right English. now. I would have no idea. Yeah, no, I mean, from start to finish, I was, like, looking over at my friend Raul, and I was like, um, I think I know this word. <laughs> like, I <laughs> think I understand. Because yeah. she was like, see or no? And I was like, see! <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I got that like, one. Tequila. I was like, yeah, girl. No, but, I mean, it was amazing. I mean, you truly. You appropriated was, the whole culture. <laughs> that's I wasn't appropriating. I she was, was just celebrating. Celebrating. There we go. There I wasn't, we go. like, pretending, pretending to be Latina. I was just like, I know, yes, in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> well, that gl- was my con- contribution to being a woo girl that night. I'm glad that you had a good time. <laughs> I did. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. The Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. On Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, I want to see if you remember this commitment that you made because it was serious. You said that if you ever had to become a drug mule and Uh you were smuggling drugs between different countries, Mm -hmm. that you would hide the drugs in what location? But only. Exclusively in the butt. Yeah, man. That's, That's what, if you're a true... You're not really a drug mule unless you're hiding stuff in your butt. So this fella, his name is uh, Derek McKay. He was pulled over for speeding. And we have a fast, hard, fast rule here at the show that you don't break the law while you're breaking the law. Ten and two, baby. That's Make sure right. that seatbelt's on. Your taillights are not, uh, you know, are, are lit. Your, your registration's up to date. You and don't break the law while you're breaking the law. Well, this guy didn't apparently get any of those notes because officers... Uh, said that he seemed nervous after he got pulled over for speeding and there was a smell of marijuana that was coming from the vehicle. Cool. And he uh, was brought to jail, turns out, suspended license, and that's when he confessed, I, in fact, have a buttload of drugs. What? And the police are like, where are, where is this buttload of drugs? He's like, where do you think? Why would you say anything? Like, if you hit, if you went through the trouble of hiding all them drugs in your butt, <laughs> yeah. why would you just offer that information up? He then you proceeded- gotta find them. To remove more than a dozen small baggies from his butt <laughs> that included crack, heroin, molly, marijuana, Lortab, uh-huh. and oxycodone pills. Can so, you imagine if a few of those had just busted? Can you imagine if you're just out here just trying to buy your recreational weekend drugs Dude. and then you find out that they were all in Derek's butt? Then they're <laughs> recreational. He's got like eight different drugs hidden in his butt. Uh-huh. His ass is literally a... Pharmacy. <laughs> so who needs enemies when you have friends like this? A man in Finland 
reportedly stored 26.5 pounds of dynamite in two cars belonging to his friend. And when he was questioned about it, he said, it's a joke. Doing it for the dynamite. Well, if you don't have the blasting caps on there, it should be fine. <laughs> the owner of the two cars said, that's not funny. <laughs> and, and called the cops, who briefly detained the potential prankster. Mm-hmm. He admitted to placing the explosives in the car, but he said, I wasn't going to blow it up. Where do you even find dynamite in 2023? You think that's like, weird? Dynamite feels so just dated. It feels so wily next to the railroad. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, right? I've got like some like legit like Western villain. I've got a bundle of dynamite. Uh, I'm going to blow you up. one match. <laughs> like, where, like, so how you- do you, do you get a lighter? What if you've got no lighter fuel? You, you think that's weird. Uh, some dude in Florida was trying to sell a fully functioning F-16 fighter jet on the internet. The uh, the jet, not stripped down. So, you know, like a lot of times you can buy like these vintage planes or whatever, put them in a museum or whatever mm-hmm. you might do. But they've been demilitarized. Sure. Nope. This was a fully functioning used fighter jet, an F-16 Viper. What do you uh, suppose that goes for? Uh, One billion. So this is Pepsi a... Pepsi points. Uh, <laughs> It's a whole bunch of Marlboro books. It's a good books. documentary. <laughs> uh, the 1980 multi-role uh, fighter jet had a price tag of $8.5 million. So even though this thing has been around for 40-plus years, still $8.5 million. I guess there's a company called Jet Lease, a private aircraft leasing and purchasing company with offices around the world. And they purchased used aircraft from Jordan, which acquired dozens of secondhand F-16 from NATO allies Belgium and the Netherlands, and they are just trying to sell them on the internet. And as the authorities uh, have informed this man, that's not allowed. I thought this was America. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. So, Otter, you did not attend Morning Show Boot Camp. That's an event that happens annually. And uh, we decided that we were going to go. This year it was in Dallas. In previous years it's been in Chicago. Uh, but it's always a good time, you know, just to kind of paint the picture of what this is. It's morning shows from around the country that all get together. And it's, it's the one conference that happens every year that's dedicated to the people that are actually on the radio that we attend. And there's all sorts of different executives that, you know, will attend as well. And some of them are looking actively for shows for their radio station. Our current station, we were found, you know, through a meeting we had there. You know, our current boss, we had a meeting with him. We hit it off. And he still remembered, liked us, and worked out for us. So, Audrey, there's a lot of shows, as you know, that will, like, set up different stuff to, like, market their shows so that way people are aware of their program. And sometimes they have, like, those little pop-up banners. Other times they're, like, handing out little pamphlets or demos or whatever it is. So what did we bring to the table? Well, I decided that I was going to bring something a little bit different. (laughs) What did you bring, Dave Farah? So we uh, had... Did you bring a bar tab? We had quickly become friends with the bartenders, Uh, as we tend to do. I just guessed that. You did guess that. (laughs) And it got to the end of the night. And keep in mind, like, this is a fairly early closing time for a bar when the bar is still packed because it's 11 o'clock at night and they go, hey, the bar is shutting down. But they do that. I mean, even whenever it was in Chicago, they closed down so early. It just struck me as odd when there's so much business to be had. Right. You'd think they'd be like, hey. I'm trying to make some more money. Our normal time of closing down on a Friday night because it's a Marriott is going to be sure 11 o'clock. But no, when the bar is packed to the gills. And so... I decided that I'm going to negotiate on behalf of all of my radio friends because there's, you know, like a couple hundred people down there at the bar. And so I thought that it would be a good business expense on our part to have a conversation with the bartender and the manager of the bar and see if there was any way that we could negotiate to keep the bar open. Because you're a businessman as well. That's right. You know, like you are a man who enjoys a negotiation tactic or two. 
you're going to bring forth your knowledge to debate to the table. You've worked in law before. <laughs> I worked as a runner for a law you firm. Were, not, oh, not a, you worked for the law, man. So okay. <laughs> to, it was like a scene out of a movie almost Great. where I got to make an announcement. I said, ladies and gentlemen, the bar is closing down unless we pay to keep it open. And we're paying to keep it open, baby! And everyone simultaneously is like, yeah! It was a scene, but... But did you say we're keeping it open? We're paying to keep it open courtesy of the Dave Mahoney morning I show? I it was implied. I don't know. I'd had a couple of drinks. But tell me if you think I was getting whamboozled here because they're like, hey, you just have to pay each of the bartenders $200. How many bartenders? Three of them. Oh, fine, whatever. To, to keep it open for an additional hour. I haggled with them. Oh, $200 per person for one for, extra hour? For $600. $600 for an hour. But I haggled with them and got it down to $100 per bartender. So it was 300 bucks, which I think was a good investment. 300 bucks plus all of the tips that they were going to be making because yeah. you know people were just drunk and tipping fat? Yeah. Of course. Terrible investment. I don't remember getting back to my room that night. Well, that's on you, sir. Yeah. Well, Chris. A little bit. Chris. Little bit. It was your first boot camp, though. That's normal. He fell asleep with his shoes on. Ew. <laughs> Two nights in a Two row. Two nights in a row. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> don't you view that, man. He was living that? clothed, like, the whole night. Were you? Were your shoes, like, tucked in bed with you in the bed box? Oh. <laughs> I didn't even get under the covers. It was just <laughs> like, there is nothing more disconcerting than when you wake up in a hotel room and the lights are on and your shoes are on. You're like, what is happening? Right I, now? I know that your mouth was so, so dry. dry. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. The worst cover songs on the internet have landed here for your enjoyment. Yeah! It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Jay is joining us this morning for a round of Cover Your Ears. How you doing, Jay? Uh, doing the best I can. I understand that you're calling us from a hospital bed. Are you all right? Got a little bit of valley fever come going on. This oh. man is committed. Yeah. I appreciate you, brother. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, I played before. I, I had my tag team partner, my little girl, Leanna, on her way to school. I oh, remember yeah. that. Nice. Yeah, well. You're full committed. <laughs> Full, full recovery to you. Uh, hope, hope that you're out of there quickly. And all you have to do is figure out what these songs are. You do have a couple lifelines if necessary. Here we go with the first one. This one only has 14 views, so not that popular. Doesn't feel like that's enough views for the amount of work that he put into that. Uh, but again, 14 but, but views actually, in that. Uh, it sounds comparable to the original. A little bit. I was thinking that too. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Enjoy the Silence by Depeche Mode. Yes, I'm sir. In. There you go, brother. Good job, Jay. On the board with a full point there. No lifelines burnt. Here we go on to the next one. Way more popular. 23 views. Good luck. <laughs> Yeah. 
that sounds like a smoky karaoke bar at 11.30 p.m. Jay, do you know it? Uh, I believe it's, the, it's something along the lines of the wheel on the... The wheel keeps on turning. You're real close. It is a wheel, and it's somewhere, somewhere up above us. The wheel on the river keeps on turning. <laughs> no, no, nope. It's a little higher than a river. A little higher than that. Yeah, like yeah. up, up, up. Oh, the wheel in the sky. The there wheel in the sky. Go. Bye. Oh man, uh, I'm I'm drawing a blank on this one. You still got a half point. That's still yeah, pretty good. We'll give you a half point. Yeah. Right. Wheel in the sky by journey is what you're looking for there, but a half point. I love it. Wow. You said wheel in the, wheel in the river. <laughs> wheel in the river keeps on turning. I feel like that would be a way less successful song. <laughs> All right, but we're we're leveling up here. I was thinking like more like riverboat or something for yeah. some reason. All right, here. They have me hopped up on all kinds of drugs. <laughs> good excuse. A, a drugged up Jay. Still pretty good in this game. Uh, 27 views on this next one. Here we go. Again, I don't feel like that's enough views. I mean, there's a lot of effort put into that, but do you know it or do you need to use a lifeline and you still have two lifelines intact? I believe that's Blondie. Mm-hmm. And I, for some reason, I want to say heart of glass, but I... I you, would you like to use a lifeline? Yeah, let's do that. That is Call Me. Call Me. I like that you assumed call you were me, just yeah. the one that he wanted to call on. Well, seems like Audrey's a little offended, but... Because I love Blondie. Yeah, she And does. I am blonde. I'm the only one... Yeah. With, what the heck? Felt like uh, a oh, perfect you, layup. Oh, 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 I'm not blonde? No, you're not. Not anymore, Mahalo. Uh-huh. You, you are a ginger. <laughs> um, two, two and a half points. Uh, you a ginger? I mean, yeah, he's kind of got red hair. I don't hair. have red hair. Got red hair. My mom's blonde. Mm-hmm. Um, here we go. On to number four. This one only has 13 views. So silicone sister and the man and Mrs. Sir told me I got what it takes. Yeah, I told you once, Sonny, you know something strong in the song when the funky break. See if it was safe outside. Yeah, buddy. All right. Bring it home there. Uh, I don't know. Jay, do you know it? All right. Give me give me some help on this one. Okay, Audrey. I can only get you happy because I don't know who sings it. I don't know who sings it. I don't know the band, but I know it's Blinded by the Light. Somebody. Uh, that's great. Something, yep. something, but I don't know who sings Does it. Does that help you, Jay? Do you know the artist? It's Blinded by the Light. Uh, Blinded by the Light by... All right. Uh, all right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to help you out, but it's all right. It, it's still got one more. Man's a man's earth band. Yeah. Rare earth band. Yeah. yeah. So you, never, you get I've a half point, and one. that's that's keeps you alive, all right? But we need to get a we need a full point on this last one in order to win it, all and right. we definitely are not going to help you cheat to win, okay? <clears throat> 21 <laughs> views on this one. Here we go. What would you do if my heart was torn into more than words to show you feel? Why would you say if I took those words away, 
just makes me sad. Very sad. Like, what in the Billie <laughs> Eilish was that? No kidding. That song is so Dude, good that and was, not that sad. That band, that song was the, like, the bridge between hair metal and, like, going into, like, more metal and grunge for sure. in the 90s for me. That's the one that just always uh-huh. held up. Okay, so, Jay, do you know it? I, I don't know. You know, I'm having these extreme feelings of... Memory. Mm-hmm. But if I only had more than words to give. There, you there we go. More than words, my extreme. He's, he's, he's slow rolling us. Yeah, slow rolling us. <laughs> well done, brother. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So let me tell you another fun little story, Audrey, about what happened at Morning Show Boot Camp, which again is an annual conference that happens where radio shows from across the country get together and a whole bunch of radio executives. And it really is a, a fun time of networking and you, you sharing of ideas and you're talking with people that are in the same industry. And because we're in a weird business, that doesn't happen a lot. So it's a good time every year. Yeah, I mean, take like an insurance conference and then just make it way more drunk. It's kind of, I mean, when you think about it's the people that... It's a bunch that, of personalities. It's a bunch room. of personalities and, like, high-octane people. And regardless of the profession, like, if you put a bunch of pilots together, they're all maniacs. If you put a bunch of surgeons together, they're all maniacs. If you put a bunch of morning show people together, definitely all a maniacs. A lot of insecure narcissists all trying to fight for attention oh. all at once. Yes. It's, See, yes. We're I, all part of it. I... In case you missed it earlier, we were discussing about how I opted out this year of you're going. A coward. Um, I am a coward who did not leave successfully and unscathed last year. <laughs> it was probably it was the most hungover I have been, and I have really not drank that way yeah. since. Yeah. Like I literally was puking on the airplane on the way home. So, so I opted out. So Dave, you're going to have to tell me some more stories. So yeah, it was, it, it was kind of interesting because like Chris and I, you know, we he actually said on the way out there, he's like, I'm so glad that I have you as my drinking buddy because Mahoney told us from the jump, he's like, I'm not drinking. We talked about, you know, this Bell's palsy thing. He's been on some medication. Just made the decision, no yeah. drinking at all because that wouldn't mix with the medication. Yeah. Smart decision. And look, like absolutely respect that. Like you sure. got to do what you got to do. Um, but it did strike me as it was the second to last morning that we were there. So this is on Friday morning. And we all decide that we're going to meet for just a lunch at the restaurant that's right there at the hotel because we were still going to some of the panels and, you know, had a couple other meetings and stuff. But it was it was interesting because the, the manager comes over and I guess we'd made an impression from the night before and not a, not a bad one necessarily because they came over and they were all very nice to us. But there was Let's two- put it this way, Audrey. When we got back down to the bar after that first epic night when Dave paid to keep the bar open, the bartenders looked at him like, Woo! And started like dancing. Oh, you're and they're like, like Big Daddy. Well, yeah. Big Daddy Warbucks. We, we, all, we all worked in the service industry. I'm Mark. So we all tipped very well. That's and well, that's well. We were in the same spot all three nights. Even though I wasn't drinking, I was down yeah. there with you guys most of those nights yeah. for hours and hours. And I'll say this. The, the bar staff was like sweet on Dave. Like these. Was it, were you, did you take that chain out from underneath oh your shirt and bring it out ladies. to the party? <laughs> <laughs> you said this chain. No, they you loved me and because you know, like we're all having a good time. But I was, I was fueling the and fire, if you will. They loved you because you, you gave them money. Yes. <laughs> well, no, and we're also not jerks. Like you know, there's some. Again, when you're in a room full of big personalities, there's plenty of people who don't. There were some jerks. Act right. Yeah. And we act right. But the, the manager comes over to our table, and again, you know, this is at lunch, and she's like, man, you guys were awesome last night. And I'm like, I'm glad to know that we were perceived by the manager of the bar, who's obviously sober, 
as having a good time, but yep. not being out of control or not being rude or any of that because type of stuff. Because the right? scaries do happen. The second day scaries, mm-hmm. whenever you wake up and you're like, dang, I'm so hungover. The only thing I can do is get lunch right now. And then you're going to tell me about the night before. Like, you know, I feel like, like that's rule number one. Like, yeah. we don't talk about the night before. So she, good. she comes over and she goes, you were having a lot of fun, pointing to Chris. Oh. And she's like, you were having so much fun that I cut you off. And Chris went, I don't remember you cutting me off. And she goes, that's because I didn't tell you. I was giving you water and soda as opposed to vodka and soda, which is what you kept ordering. Chris, you're 42. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm 40. You're 40. <laughs> I got two years before I could stop drinking like that. Uh, what I'm saying, though, is, is you're 40. You got cut off at 40. He was yeah. going hard. It's all right, man. But you, you know what? That's a, that's, that's a good bar manager right there. Who's it just was. Gonna be, absolutely. giving this guy what he wants. Had she but, not, like Chris, I mean, because Chris was still hurting the next day. Oh, my God. I'm going to puke. I'm laughing so hard. I thought, I, was gonna, I thought he was going to die. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to have to carry him up to his hotel room. And I'm, I'm tired. So, but the weirdest thing out of all of it is at this same lunch where the manager comes over to tell Chris that he had got cut off the night before is Mahoney's talking with, with the server, who's very nice. And he's just looking at the menu and he goes... Do you have any vegetarian options? <laughs> or how is the cheesesteak? <laughs> I'm just like, what a swing is that? You're either going to have a salad or 800,000 calories. They're going to make you wrestle the cow <laughs> yeah, back. Right. Put it on your- You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Hey guys, my name is Elva, E-L-V-A, like Thomas Edison, but with an E. First time caller, long time listener. You guys were talking about traffic the other day. I'm a delivery driver and my truck sometimes takes a minute to pick up the speed and my top speed is 70 miles per hour. So on a daily basis, I get stink eyes from many people on the freeway, but there's really nothing I can do. I mean, that's as fast as my little truck can go. Message deleted. Yeah, we were talking about that because I was driving and going really slow and sometimes you get stuck behind you know slow drivers and you know on the freeway interstate wherever and people just act a fool like whenever they try and go around you people just get so enraged just to get somewhere five minutes faster not even five minutes faster half the time i know i mean and that is i just want to have a conversation with those people like what like are you okay there was this super bro in a souped up suburban maybe it was a tahoe i think it was actually a tahoe Mm -hmm. yesterday in Gilbert. Okay. And, you know. Was it lifted? No, it was kind of dropped down. It was like murdered out. It was a pretty good looking car. Yeah. But what surprised me about it, and, and the reason I call him a super bro, is because it had like the Flowmaster exhaust, which is kind of odd for a Tahoe or a Suburban. Yeah, because those are, you know, like higher end cars. But I'm you with- want You would want, you would think most of the time when you're driving, you want it to be quieter, not quieter, louder. Yeah. yeah. But I was I was going to breakfast with the wife and kids, uh-huh. and at every stoplight, because it was pretty early in the morning, you know, we're going to breakfast, I don't know, 8.30 or something like that, and so it just shocked me, because you know, the roads were fairly clear, so we were kind of like ending up at the same stoplights together, but at every single stoplight, when it would turn green, vroom, take off, and then we just end up at the next stoplight together. Oh, there he goes. I end up this. I'm like, what are you doing, man? You just wasted gas at this point. I it's, just don't get it. You can drive 70 miles an hour on the freeway, just not in the fast lane. Yeah, just stay stay That's the line. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not in a hurry to go home. Yeah, and I'm going 60 east, and I'm in the slow lane, but I'm still going. You know, I'm going 70 miles an hour. 
but I'm because I'm not in like a rush. I'm just kind of just you know. There is Basing a it. literal time and place to drive slow, and it's just the right lane. And what's wild is like you going seventy, you're going five miles above the speed limit. Yeah. Like you're you're kind of speeding, but people like straight no. up go a hundred. Not here. Man. If you're going <laughs> sixty in the fast lane, you're an ass. You deserve because yeah, you don't need yeah. to be there. No, nope. yeah. wrong yeah. place. People are wild. This is the wild west. It is. You ever just get that feeling when you just can't think of a word, and then it becomes awkward? Yeah. Message deleted. Yeah, that happens to me literally all day, every day. Yeah, man. Same. I got put on some ADHD medicine for it. <laughs> Do you still take ADHD medicine? I'm back on the juice. Are, Are you really? You? Yeah, try, man. Try. Do you feel like it helps? Do you feel like I am talking a lot more? <laughs> I am incredibly thirsty because I'm talking so much. <laughs> yeah, no, because it was really, really bothering me. And one of the things that I didn't realize about adult ADHD or adult ADD is the brain fog that comes with it. And also fatigue. Yeah. Like, you know, me being like, I am so tired all the time. It's because my brain cannot process the things I need to do in that day because I get so overwhelmed by all the things I have to do during the day. Yeah. But the brain fog, especially whenever yeah. we're talking, drives me Crazy. My doctor was like, "We got a pill for that," and I was like, "Thanks, Big Pharma. I'll take ten million pills." Yeah, I'm looking for a job. Um, I heard about the dirty laundry, um, you know, thing that you all do, and I would love to go into the laundry uh, places and ask people about their dirty laundry. Let me know. Give me a call. I'm around. I want to do it. Let's do it. Message deleted. So, one of our old producers. His name was Ian. Mm-hmm. He uh, he had a he had a special talent. Like he yeah. was he he was grimy, mm-hmm. but he was disarming because you didn't think like he 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 didn't seem like a guy who you would want to fight or he had pissed he was people charming. off. Yeah. Whereas like if normal people go up to strangers and ask them about dirty laundry. People get aggressive. Like, well, I can't do so, it because somebody will try to fight me. For those of you that don't know, the whole bit was, like, he would approach people in laundromats and ask them their dirty laundry, like, their secrets that they never, never told me But the me secret one. about this laundromat was that it was connected to a bar. It was a bar yeah. laundromat. So yeah. people were wasted while waiting on their clothes mm-hmm. to get clean. Yeah. And what better where, like, you could ask anybody anything when they're drunk and they're more likely to tell you their dirty secrets. But we've always joked that, hey, we would probably get stabbed if we tried to do that. And then Ian actually almost got stabbed one day, and we're like, maybe that's enough of that for the time being. Yeah. There's some there's some bits that we can retire, and they can go, uh, you know, they can sail off into the sunset. Chris, maybe- just know that if we ever ask you to do la- dirty laundry, it's because we want you to get stabbed. You want me to get stabbed? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was told I have a very stabbable abdomen. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Dave and Mahoney present, Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Probably not. Whitney is joining us for a round of Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Whitney, thank you for joining us today. We always root for the caller because we love it when Mahoney loses and everything. Uh, But tell us about your level of education. How far did you get in school? Um, I have some college beauty school. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, Mahoney's <laughs> going to leave the room. You guys are going to be asked the same questions today. There's a total of six, meaning that you have one pass, and I would just encourage you to use that pass sooner than later if you feel like you need it, okay? Okay. And honestly, a lot of these questions, we forget everything we learn in elementary and middle school <laughs> and yeah. high school. A lot of these questions, like Chris Wool, our producer, look up on like 
fifthgradequizzes.com. So we should be okay today, hopefully. All right, so here's the first one, Whitney. Let's see if you can get this one out of the gate. Where in the United States can you find the London Bridge? Um, Arizona. Arizona. Lake Havasu. Lake Havasu City. That is correct. On the board with one. Very nice. Figured that one might be in your wheelhouse. All right, here we go on to number two. If you were seeking treatment from a podiatrist, what part of the body would be affected? Feet. Yeah. Two for two. I don't know if you're smart or you're just a party girl. It's all about feet and Lake Havasu. <laughs> but you're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of both. You did say that you got that uh, the, the the beauty skills. All right, here we go. Uh, what does the YMCA stand for? The what? The YMCA. Um. Uh, pass. Okay, good, good pass. Youth Members Coalition Association. No, <laughs> it's the Young Men Christians Association. Christians. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw that music video. Yeah, that you, one, you, a Christian you, what in you, sight. What you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> okay, good pass. Here we go. On to question number four. What is the only fruit with seeds on the outside? Um, strawberry. Yeah, doing great. Two more to go. You're... Yeah, perfect so far. Question number five. In what city did the sitcom Cheers take place? Um, Boston. There you go. And final question. What leaf is on the Canadian flag? Maple. Perfect. She's perfect. a genius. Perfect. All right. Oh Fun and smart party girl. Like All right, what? come on in, my honey. I'm impressed. Knowledge. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how many she got right, Mahoney. I will say she did do well. So you got your work cut out for you today. Good luck, Mahoney. <laughs> Take your time. Slowly making his way back. <laughs> okay, he's here. All right. Uh huh. Uh huh. Question number one Where in the United States can you find the London Bridge? Arizona. Where specifically in Arizona? Lake Havasu. Wow. Yeah, Lake Havasu City. Uh, nice. Question number two, if you're seeking treatment from a podiatrist, what part of the body uh, is being affected? Your foot. Mm-hmm. Mahoney, Mahoney also, also a party girl. <laughs> <laughs> question number three, what does the YMCA stand for? Is it the Young Men's Christian Association? It is. Oh, wow. Question number four, what is the only fruit with seeds on the outside. Oh. Only f Oh, well. <laughs> strawberries. Yeah. Just pulled a Brittany Broski. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got four correct. You still have a pass if you want to use it, but you don't need it, obviously. In what city does the sitcom Cheers take place? That would be Boston. Boston is How correct. is that just common knowledge? I mean, maybe what? it's because I've never seen an episode of Cheers. That but would I mean, probably like make it a little harder, uh -huh. yeah. Uh, Mahoney, you went five There's for five. Like well twelve done. seasons. Like go binge some of it. It's ah. on. Whitney also went five for five, so she wins. Where's my bonus question? There's a bonus question. She's a bonus question. Oh really? Yeah. There's a pass. You either use it or you don't. You oh. didn't use it. Oh. Okay. Okay. Don't want what, me to win. what type of leaf is on the French flag? A maple leaf, Dave. It's the French flag. <laughs> <laughs> I asked you the wrong question. See, I think he had the answers. He, he was, was listening. He was listening out there. Oh. Cheater. Oh, my gosh. This is David Mahoney.
So there's a couple of things that happened at this morning show boot camp that we attended last week that struck me as odd. And, you know, Mahoney, you decided that you were going to debut some new items, some new pieces of attire. (laughs) And I'm like, this is such an interesting time to do it because, I mean, you're a character, right? And you, like, express yourself through your clothing. Sure. And you've always done that, but you're, like, getting more adventurous with the things that you were deciding to wear. And I'm like, this is just an interesting time to do it because- There was no market research. But, I mean, all of our big bosses were there, and you knew that they were going to be there. And so you just decided, well, let's see if they like this new look on me or not. When they're all looking very professional, like even our program director, who normally wears like an ACDC t-shirt to work, is there in a suit. I've um, never seen him in a suit before. I've never, I've never seen, seen him in a button-up shirt. We had seen him in a button-down shirt one other time previously we when had? he came to work the day that all the big bosses oh, and the yes. owners were here. And that even shook us a little bit because we were like, seeing you in a button-down shirt is just so out of the norm. He but was, he is always dressed really well because he's always got on his fly shoes. He's he a shoe guy. He's a shoe guy. So, nice yeah, no, but I can't even imagine what Mahoney and his new garb looked like in comparison to the suits. So let me just kind of try to paint the image here. So Mahoney normally wears like Tommy Bahama or floral print shirts. The pretty, golf shirts. Pretty loud shirts. Yeah. Um, but you decided that not the golf shirts for this one. Like, you wanted to get some new drip. Yeah, just go straight Tommy Bahama, like, you know, West Coast or East Coast gangster, mm-hmm. kind of like <laughs> who's retired down to Florida. Right, yeah. You know, so I bought a, you know, I bought a big gold chain. Yeah, and you spent a lot of money on that big gold chain. I don't know if I should be talking about this because your wife might be listening. It's okay. But, what do you right. mean? You, you know, I mean, the show's, the show's been going well. We hit a bonus, and, you know, this is my bonus gold chain. You want to tell everyone how much you paid for that gold chain? I do not want to okay. tell people what I spent. <laughs> Can I guess? Gold is an investment. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so this is a... If the U.S. Treasury goes down, you're going to be sick. You can melt that. Yeah, the, I, can, I can melt this down, and, uh, you know, it, it's a precious metal. So <laughs> right. it's not only a, a piece of jewelry, it's also an investment. Investment into my uh, my future children's work, or uh, you know, future. What inch? Uh, yeah, what sure. inch? Inches did you get? How many inches? What's that? Do- was that drip down to like your nipples? I think this is like a, a nipple chain. I think this is a, a ten or eleven inch chain. Okay, you got a ten you know, inch chain. But it's chain. an eight millimeter rope. Yeah, okay. so it's if, so if you're not familiar, like it's a pretty thick rope. And so you could also I, weaponize that if necessary. You know, I, I'm kind. I've got a vibe that I'm going for. I don't know if uh, you know. I feel like in my personal life, I'm pretty boring most of the time. But you know, uh, I want to mix it up. I want to. I want to stand out for us. Okay, Dave. so I I appreciate the uh, the chain, and I told you that because I'm uh-huh. a chain guy as well. And you actually gave me a whole lot of guff when I bought my chain, whatever it was a year ago. But yours is silver, mine is gold. That is true. That is true. You know, a little different. Yeah. No, I don't, you know, I don't, I'm more of a gold guy. I don't think you're copying me. I do not own the copyright on wearing a chain. Yeah. That's a fairly normal thing. Uh, but you gave me a lot of guff, so I was surprised when I you decided. I was there. That, that you decided to go with the chain. But I told you that I love the look of the chain, and it looks good on you. Thank you. But then you said, I'm going to take things even farther. And you started talking about acquiring a pinky ring. Dude, I'm I, here for the pinky ring. What are you talking about? So I, about? I didn't have time to go to Because you watched Sopranos a, recently. I didn't have time to go to a pawn shop. I like but Italians. I, I've never been a jewelry guy. I don't even wear my wedding ring 90% of the time. Like, yeah. I just, I wear it when I go out. Mm-hmm. But, like, to work in places that I'm, like, I'm not interacting with literally anybody. So you don't think this is going to be a problem with your wife when you start rocking a pinky ring every day, but you don't not wear just your one. wedding ring? I want two. You no, can't have I'm two out. pinky rings. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Why? I'm out. You, you can't have two, but you already wear two. Not on the same hand. No, of course not on the same hand. Pinky ring and a right pinky ring. I would honestly prefer two pinky rings on one one finger. 
And then one on each. Mahoney also commented that he thinks he needs to step up his watch game. And so I'm thinking, all right, that's a fairly common thing as well. And I actually like that. Like you're getting a nice watch or multiple timepieces. Yeah, that's a very classic thing. But that's not what you had in mind at all. No, I found a gold Casio... Uh, calculator watch <laughs> from the eighties with the no. digital time display and everything. Yes. Dude, this is sort of one that's going to beep every hour. My <laughs> wife thinks I'm having a midlife crisis right now. It's close. You, you, I I don't know. I no. just I I've never been a, a, a an accessories guy. If you but roll I'm into liberated. a Chevy dealership wearing that, they'll actually give you a discount on a Corvette. <laughs> Dude, have think, you seen the new Corvette though? Crisis. Have you seen? I mean, yes, they I've seen the new Corvette. Like, like five yeah. years ago, and it's it, a game changer. You like it now. I don't know if, if the Corvette just looks that much better or if you've just entered the age of I mean, they got you. Has anybody that we known gone through a midlife crisis and done something similar? Yeah, I'm not trying like, to get- is this Is this the flag? Like, yeah. is this the flag so, of being like, help? This is the same sort of thing as like when a guy starts to get really in shape. Except for Mahoney doesn't want to get in shape, so he's just accessorizing. But he's always been this person, though. He's always gone through phases of, like, he went through a suit phase. He went through a track suit phase. Yeah. And, oh, the, the Tommy Bahama phase. Yeah. And I'm loving yeah. the 70s right now. Uh-huh. Like, that's the thing. I bought, I got, you know, I inherited my dad's record collection. Yeah. You know, I inherited all his glasses and, you know, his sunglasses like he had. These God, I, I wish I could remember the name of the the, the glasses brand. They're like Ray Bans, the old school yeah. '70s ones. But they're like starts with an M, like Mogadishu or something. But it's not I love that. that your wife hates all of this stuff, and you're still like, I'm doing it. Well, it's it's <laughs> yeah, I'm not le- like a real midlife crisis would be like I'm leaving my wife and my children and abandoning them to you know marry <laughs> somebody Corvette. twenty years younger than me. Yeah. No, I'm just you know I'm, I'm vibing, man. I'm feeling the '70s. So what's after the watch and the pinky ring? Yeah, what comes next? Like, what is 70s garb? You start wearing linens? No, I have a lot of linen clothes already. But, I mean, if anybody knows a good jeweler, you, Audrey, you think only one pinky ring, though? I do. I, to start, I think we need to ease into the pinky ring. <laughs> okay. Because we you don't just, even like rings. Co- Copper in the chat, twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney, did tell us what's next. I hadn't thought of it. It's a pinky toe ring. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you have a complaint? Yes. Call anytime at 833 Yo Dummy. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. This may be a dumb question, and call me out if it is, but when they say horsepower, are they talking about how much actual power from horses it has? If not, they need to change that name. Message deleted. They are. Yeah, but it's not one for one, right? I mean, because have they ever like actually lined up five hundred horses? It's, and- <laughs> it's like how much go, like how much you can pull, and like how much torque and all that. It's like yeah. horsepower's an accurate description of what it is. Mm-hmm. Why not like cheetah power? Is it not because of speed? It's because the pull, like you said, like yeah, how cheetah, fast cheetahs aren't going to be able to pull heavy amounts of weight. They're too fast. They're too agile. I find that dumb. Like, I feel like we should rename it to something else. Horsepower feels dated. Don't you feel like that? Like, horsepower is not... Yeah, like, who's actually pulling stuff with horses anymore? No one. And I feel like nobody even knows. The Amish? We got tractors, brother. The Amish? Okay, the Amish, sure. Mennonites? Okay, Mennonites. You don't have to advocate for them. They're not listening. They're not. They don't listen to the radio. Suck it, Amish people. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, the Amish people. I'm kidding, by the way. Don't cancel me. They don't come for you. They drink Bush Light. There's、I、nothing probably more angry than a Bush Light drinking Amish man. Amish furniture is the best. I love that every year there's always one story of some dude just hammered in his little carriage, just falling over and Bud Light cans going all over. It is one horsepower. One, <laughs> one on one. Hey, Mahoney, the word is pronounced regenerative, not regenerative. Get a clue, man. Message deleted.、Oh, you're saying it right. You, you get a clue, bitch. <laughs> Wait, what Once the my hell? face I... regenerates, I'm going to slap you with it. <laughs> Please leave a message after the talk. What got Chris into radio? And、uh, what other music does he like? Or are you just a fan of the music that you guys play on your station currently? Message deleted. Huh. I'm very, very shocked that someone's interested in something about me for a change, but.、Um, yeah, I don't really care about the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What the hell? That's. <laughs> Let the man answer. You are such a douche. <laughs> It's not even a good start. <laughs> I got into radio by accident because my real career never panned out. So,、uh, long story short. Yeah. <laughs> Call our voicemail and say anything you want. Anything? Well,、uh, almost anything. Call 833 Yo Dummy to be a part of the Dave and Mahoney Show. Audrey, I'm real curious about your opinion on this because Mahoney and I noticed the,、uh, the same thing when we were on the flight to Dallas last week. There was a man who was probably, my guess is, he had a mask on, so you couldn't totally tell. My guess is late 20s to mid 30s. I had him like, yeah, mid, mid to early 30s is、okay. what I picked. It's usually、at. about the age range of someone you see wearing a mask on a plane these days. Yeah, so this guy was、uh, sitting on the plane and something struck us as kind of odd. And Mahoney, I don't know if I pointed it out to you or you pointed it out to me, but I was like, that man is holding a teddy bear. I slept、of、for、course. two hours on the flight. <laughs> and then when I woke up, I looked over because I didn't see, I was asleep basically before we took off. So when we were landing, I look over and I see this, you know, he's a large guy. And he's wearing like a tank top, wearing his mask. And he's got a teddy bear. Like, not like. What were the shoes? What was the shoes? I didn't、action? see his shoes.、What? But、so、he's wearing shorts. That's the first thing I pay attention to. But it wasn't like there was a kid because I looked over there. I'm like, is, is he holding a kid, the、like、teddy bear for a kid? Traveling with his child? No. He was traveling alone. And it wasn't like. Maybe, okay. Maybe it was gifted to him、no. by his. No. Definitely not. Baby brother. No. It was like a security. It was a security. It was like a security blanket. <laughs> died of dysentery. It, like, I don't care, like, whatever you do, but man, it was just, it was just awkward. Because well, it's like he had also, an awkward energy about him. He did. And so he was doing this thing like right before we took off. I don't know if you noticed this, Mahoney. I was asleep. But he was like taking all these selfies of himself. How then, could you take a selfie if you can't see yourself wearing the mask? Did he take the he mask was off? He was taking selfies with the mask on. Oh, my God. And then sending them to somebody and like furiously texting. Obviously, I wasn't looking at his phone. Like, was he including the teddy bear in the selfie? <laughs> I didn't see the teddy bear in the selfie. It just. I was just real curious. Like, who are you going to land and go see and arrive with a teddy bear? And、Maybe. is there a contingent of people? It was not a gift. Don't you start doing this.、Oh. That was his teddy bear. Are be- you, but because are it was, sure? Because it was、100%. dirty. It was、Ew. a dirty teddy bear、uh, on an airplane. Ooh. So it was like his. Child, it's maybe it's his comfort bear from whenever he was a baby, like Entire, a baby blanket. En- entirely possible. Again, like he's not hurting anyone. Like, it's, no. It just struck me as. Very interesting. Awkward. Yeah. 
because you were a grown ass man with a teddy bear. So what do you do in those scenarios? I mean, like, did you stare? Did you just like, like, what do you do? No, I went, hey, Chris, look at that dude's got a teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> look at that teddy bear guy. Interesting. Well, I obviously, mean- my first thought is we, I couldn't see the guy and who he was, and he might have, maybe it was an emotional support teddy bear. I don't know. It could have been. Just could have had a medical use or something. I, I don't know. I we're just creating excuses for this just total think, weirdo. Do you think it was a service bear? <laughs> get a dog. <laughs> right? I mean, like, you get dogs, a you gotta, like, do, you got to keep them alive, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I feel kind of bad for thinking that that guy is a total wacko for doing that. But, I, I mean, that is a very interesting move. As a 30-something-year-old person myself, like, even taking a Squishmallow pillow... I feel like I kind of would get weird looks for taking a squishmallow pillow. A good looking woman. Yeah. That's the difference. This was taking looks away from it. It's just like there's certain ages. If you're you're an unfortunate looking man, you can pull off very little. Nothing. Nope. You get no benefit of the doubt. Like, I'll tell you what kind of benefit of the doubt I'm getting right now with like half my face not working. None. (laughs) Everybody thinks I'm like a predator. It's great. I was telling people all week that he's just on cocaine. But if, if he was on coke, both sides of his face would just be like Numb. straight up. Came from the dentist. I'll, I'll, I'll only do lines through my right nostril now. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So, man, it's hard to believe that it's been 30 years, but Universal Pictures has announced they plan to re-release Jurassic Park for its 30th anniversary. So, starting August 25th, the 3D version of the film will screen in cinemas across North America. But, yeah, it's been 30 years since the original Jurassic Park. And, obviously, they've had a lot of, you know, follow-ups. And as far as series go that have, like, maintained their credibility even after 30 years, Jurassic Park's done a pretty good it's job. It's literally my wife's favorite movie, and so she's going to be very excited. I was in Columbia, Missouri not too long ago, Dave, visiting family, mm-hmm. and I ate at a place called Cafe Berlin, and they had 250 VHS copies of Jurassic Park. That's too many VHS Why? copies. Why? I don't know. They, I think they just, anytime they see them, they just buy them and they have a big wall. That's like huh. their thing. I thought yeah. you were going to say they had like 250 like props from the film or something. No, no, cool no. Like VHS. Is- just the same VHS tape over and over and over yeah. again. Okay. It'd be real cool if they had that raptor claw. Yes. 250 raptor claws. Or just 250 raptors running around <laughs> your restaurant. <laughs> no, that's basically just chicken. Yeah. Were they a fried chicken place? Uh, no, they do oh, not have well, friends. They're okay. a breakfast place. I mean, the one of the, our favorite uh, composers who has scored that movie, John Williams, 10 mm-hmm. out of 10. I mean, Jurassic Park is just such a good movie. Jurassic, uh, the the mm-hmm. new ones with Chris Pratt actually are still yep. really good too. Yep. I mean, I haven't seen the last one, but uh, <laughs> the first one was really good. So Jason Momoa has come out and asked tourists to avoid Maui, obviously the devastating wildfire that happened there. Um, I don't know why Jason Momoa would necessarily have to tell people not to go to Maui because I don't think most people would probably be like, this is a good time to go No, to people are so stupid. I mean, think about like your trips that you've booked. You're not getting refunded for your flights. Uh-huh. So if people are like, well, might as well just go. And just like, where are you going to? Uh, so maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe he does need to say this. He says, Maui's not the place to have your vacation right now. Do not travel to Maui. Do not convince yourself that your presence is needed on an island that is suffering this deeply. Uh, but obviously, Jason Momoa, you know, longtime uh, resident of Maui. And so the uh, the idea that he needs to get on Instagram right now and, and say that is maybe a little bit sad, but I think you're right. There's a lot of stupid no, people. Just because out there. there's so, so many people who lack common sense, Dave. Like, you're thinking from a perspective of, like, 
about like what is there to do? I mean, other than like maybe if you go there, help some of the people who are in need of help. Like you're going there and like providing some sort of resources. Don't take from the resources, the very limited resources that they have for their it's community. It's the worst wildfire that we've seen in America in a century. Did you see uh, what South Over 100 people dead. Airlines was, uh, was doing? It was actually a really cool move by them, but they were offering flights off the island for virtually free. Yeah. It was like $19 to, uh, to get on a Southwest flight, and they were offering them on all of the flights that had any sort of seating on them, uh, which I thought was a pretty cool move. Uh, but, man, when you talk about uh, comebacks, we all hope, obviously, that Maui can make a full comeback. But uh, DeMar Hamlin has completed his story. And, I mean, outside of, you know, getting back out on the field for the Buffalo Bills and winning the Super Bowl or something, uh, he was actually back out on the football field. Um, you know, preseason game wasn't out there for very long, but the fact that he played in a real NFL game against another team and looked just as good as he did before he, you know, died on the field last year is pretty incredible. Uh, amazing story. You got to shout out science because, you know, I mean, he literally died in front of our eyes. They brought him back. He's, you know, worked through the rehabilitation of that. And the fact that he was able to get back to a level to play in a preseason game. Yep. And based on his performance, uh, there's a lot of people that were commenting on it, obviously, and they say, based on his performance, it's very likely that, of course, he'll be starting this upcoming regular season, which would just be great to see. This is Dave and Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the Hey, just a little PSA out there. The other day on the way home from work, I had a uh, fake undercover cop try to pull me over. So if you ever suspect anything, call 911 and then pull into a parked area or into a public area. Message deleted. Man, if you are a fake undercover cop, you are a loser. And they always pull over real undercover cops. Yes, like you're not only you're a loser, you're an idiot. Like that's how you get shot first and foremost. But I'll tell you, I don't like the cop cars that are unmarked that look like normal cars. Yeah, I feel like, like that's not fair. Like, hey, man, you can't pull me over in a Cavalier. What are you doing? A Camaro? That ain't cool. Or, like, even an Explorer will give you because that looks like a cop car. Explorer, yes. Sure. Uh, but, yeah, so, some of those, I like, saw an F-150. Yeah, dude, I like, did not like that. Well, the ones that they've taken from drug dealers or whatever, you're like, man, I got pulled over by a BMW. Like, you can't give me a ticket if you're driving a 5 Series. I was mm. driving back home, and I slowed down for a drug dealer. Did you? <laughs> like, I was like, I pulled the, started slowing down, and I looked over, and I was like, man... You're tricking me. Oh, you're talking about he the people that- weed in the car. The, 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 the guys that have, like, the old Crown Vicks that still have, like, the sheriff's thing on the side. The sticker that's been, like- The sticker that's been pulled off. Well, no, it's tell. the fake light that's still there. Or, like, uh, the light that's above the, the, the rear view mirror or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, spot- you have to take those off. Why is it that if you are a meth head, you are, like, I need what looks to be a cop car? Like, what is the- There's a lot of parallels. What draws there. you to that? A very, very abused- Old auctioned off police car is what I need to be driving Every right now. Time. Every, Every time. Every time. Please leave a message after the tone. Do people write letters anymore, like Dave or Mahoney? How would you feel if your wives or someone else in the past wrote you a love note? Would you appreciate it, or would you find it weird? Message deleted. I write my wife a note every morning. But letters are different than, right? No. Like, do you, yeah, do you write her? What's the difference? I don't mail it to her. You need. No, 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 but it's no, like the paragraphs. Need, the post office needs to be involved if it's a letter. Yeah, I don't write a lot of letters. But you write her a note every day. Yeah. Every day? Mm-hmm. I mean, unless like you don't run out of stuff to say? Not really. It's you really draw pictures? <laughs> it's, 
I mean, it's not like a long, it's not like bust out a legal pad, you know? I've got, What'd like, you write this morning? It was a private note to my wife about how much I appreciate her and how all of the hard work she's been doing on our house Aww. and what a great job she's been doing with the kids and the am- amazing amount of quality time she spends with our children. Oh, Dave. Yeah. Did you get emotional just talking about that? No, I did not. <laughs> I don't have emotions. I'm dead. You're so ridiculous. She's calling me a bitch. <laughs> Dave Mahoney, Dave Mahoney. Dave, Dave and Mahoney. So you guys know that the uh, the thing that kind of started the arachnophobia for me was arachnophobia. Um, mm-hmm. When I saw a movie when I was 12 years old or whatever it was. Yeah, you messed up. I did mess up. PG-13. Yeah. You weren't ready. I wasn't. And my, this is why. My parents told me that I wasn't allowed to watch that movie. And I said, I'm 12 years old. I know everything, stupid parents. Uh, and they were right. Like, that movie was horrifying. And I, they're, they're remaking it. I have no desire to see oh, no. the remake of that. It's not going to be anywhere as good. Oh, I mean, if you think about. I mean, John Goodman John in Goodman, his prime? But um, yeah, the, that the whole movie, the premise of arachnophobia, of course, is that there was a spider that yep. snuck over, and I believe it was a coffin, um, and you know it, it infiltrated the United States, and you know there was this huge outbreak of deadly spiders and this and that. But that's not really that far off from this story, which is horrifying. An Australian supermarket had to be temporarily shut down after one of the world's most dangerous spider was discovered in a box of bananas. But what does that spider do, Dave? Well, it's um, commonly referred to as the Brazilian wandering spider mm-hmm. and also dubbed by some people as the boner spider. Yep. That's uh, a boner spider found in bananas. What is, <laughs> what is the spider packing, Dave? So it's not because it actually has one. It's that if it bites you. Can you imagine a spider with a boner? I want that you <laughs> clarified that. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, yeah no problem. <laughs> Why does that spider have nine legs? <laughs> <laughs> this spider's a massive erection. So what's interesting <laughs> is that the impact of this spider bite is so dramatic that it can cause hours-long erections and it changes your rapid changes in blood pressure and heart rate, blurred vision, convulsions, all that stuff. Hours long. So what's funny is that I read, like, never goes away. Like, forever boner. Forever boner. <laughs> you imagine just getting bit and you're just like, oh, my God, I've got to... Would you be embarrassed? Yes. Yes. For having a forever boner? Yes. You don't want a forever boner. Yes. No, it's, it needs to last for... 15 minutes, and then we're good. Yeah. I feel like it'd be painful, too, huh? <laughs> yeah, so... Anything the, lasting over two hours, you consult a doctor. That's right. Uh, so the, the impact is so dramatic that some scientists have studied this particular spider as part of research for impotence treatments like Viagra. And so I love just thinking about human nature and how somebody got bit by a Brazilian wandering spider, had this raging boner for hours on end, was convulsing, having your... Heart rate change, blurred vision, and then but you're big like, pharma's like, we can put this into a pill. But you're like, look, bad experience, but bring the spiders. <laughs> Just a, a small bite, please. The poor man <laughs> thought he was going to turn into Spider Man <laughs> instead of shooting a different kind of web. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 